Neil, it's all in the game, yo. <laughs> it's all in the game. This is the final rundown of Wire Season 1. Alright, the tape is rolling, the light is on, you are in the two-man booth with Nick Good. And Neil Cocker. And this, as I said, is the final edition of <laughs> Yes, of The Wire Season 1. We are recapping the last three episodes. The Hunt. Uh, let me re- Cleaning up. Cleaning up, uh, yes, and sentencing. Sentencing. So uh, do we want to get right into the episodes or do you wanna <clears throat> we were kind of discussing a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had some predictions that were correct, some that weren't some so that correct. Weren't correct. Um, no, I would say let's uh, kind of run through. Yeah, kind of run through a little okay. bit. We'll start with the start with the hunt. I or think. the hunt, dope on the damn table. That's the epigraph of the yes. film or of Daniels. the episode. Yeah. Uh, so this takes place right after, of course, uh, Greg's mm-hmm. has been shot. Orlando's dead. Yeah. So we had left it on a cliffhanger. We left it on a cliffhanger. We didn't know. I kind of thought they were gonna ice Greg's. Yeah. Turns out, in the end... You don't see her this whole episode, which I thought was a nice touch. Yeah. They talk about her. They go to the hospital, but you don't ever see her till the very last yeah. scene. It's just... And it's and her on life support. Yeah. And she doesn't move. Um, so, but the episode opens up with Rawls showing up mm-hmm. uh, and <laughs> trying to take control of the crime scene. Um, he kind of notices that the signs have been tampered with, looks up and shifts Turns them, it. and that's when it goes into the... Uh, Sorry, that's when it goes into the uh, um, the opening th- uh, theme, mm-hmm. the opening credits, which again was super cool. He just like spins yeah. the sign. You're like, oh man, they got her backwards. That's why they were all so yeah. far away. Well, she says that when they play the tape back, and she's like, I could swear this is like the North mm-hmm. Alley or something like that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the, uh, the one of the uh, notes I wrote here is the police commissioner has no idea who Daniels is, and you know that stings him for sure. <laughs> He's talking to the one cop. He's like, uh, "That's off. That's uh, Captain Daniels yeah, over there." Yeah, he just said, because <laughs> what what I found interesting about it too is the show has mixed. You know, there is a lot of like predominant, mm. you know, black. There is high ranking, yes, you know, but then still like Burl and but then still he goes right to the white guy yeah. instead of like Daniels, which yeah. I thought was like an interesting touch because yeah, there is Burrell, you know, up in like super high there. But then he's still, when it's like, oh, Lieutenant, he's like, oh, yeah, of course, it's you. And it's just like, but then they also established that the police commissioner is a bit of a... A bit of a, like... Shows up, figurehead. Yeah. I think Herc or somebody says, like, oh, at least he, uh, he'll he be around to take pictures. Yeah. Something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, at the end, like, that's all he really wants at the end, too, is, like, it's yeah. sort of the photo op, right? So, Lester Freeman comes in, straightens up Sindor, Herc, and Ellis, um... Yeah, he's like, we got to get on back this, to work, and right? they're like, "Fuck you, fuck me." We have work out, or we have a wire out there. A cop's just been shot. If they uh, if they start talking about it, where the fuck do you want to be? Yeah, see Freeman right on the beat right away because yeah. he's he recognizes that the time now. Yes, there's they're gonna talk about it. Yeah. They just ha- they just shot a cop. Yeah, so they you know it was a stick up. It was a planned murder on Orlando. Mm-hmm. So exactly. Yeah. yeah the, the whole thing with Greg's was unplanned. Yeah. Exactly. And then that even causes a little bit of riff where Weebay kind of blames a uh, little man for doing it. He's like, you know, if it was me, I, you know, I wouldn't have opened fire on a, with the lady in there. I would have let her go kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Or we could have, and then even Stringer says like, we could have got Avon at it or we could have got uh, Orlando at a different time, a different time. Like if the moment you saw a witness, yeah. just let it be. Right. Yeah. 
And now we have a, you know, we potentially have killed a cop here. Yeah, and then they figure, you know, he immediately thinks like, oh, well, this money's now probably fucking dirty, right? Yeah, I burn mean, the money. Burn and, the money. Um, yeah, I wrote that. that that's uh, the first mistake. So Stringer. I wrote that. It's yeah. first time we see Stringer fuck up and really piss Avon off. Mm-hmm. There's that Avon thinking like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. You tell them. Like, we may as well have just paid them ourselves instead of jacking the money yeah, that's, from the car, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that, I thought that was... Uh, so it was like, 20 large, go burn it. It's no use to us now. It's probably marked kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. 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 So that was interesting to see Stringer kind of, because he basically said, yeah, you know, you can just take the money as your sort of yeah price for the hit. Stringer wants Weebay to go underground and then take care of little man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So they're kind of turning on, they're, they're really, in these three episodes specifically that we watched, they were all about tying up loose ends. Yes. Or well, not, especially, not having any. Especially basically. next episode, cleaning up. <laughs> Literally called but, cleaning uh, up. Yeah. So before that, though, Rawls, we really get probably the most out of him. Mm-hmm. Where he sees McNulty kind of shook, covered in uh, Greg's blood. Yeah. Uh, takes, takes him to the hospital. Um, and he has a line where he says, she went ba- shit went bad. She took two for the company. That's it. Mm-hmm. He's like you. He's like honestly, you're. I hate your guts. And if I wanted to blame this on you, I would. But it's not your fault. Yeah, kind of thing, right? For sure, he gives it to him straight. Yeah, he's kind of like you know what, like you're a good detective, good cop, whatever. But I hate your fucking guts. Yeah, and if this was your problem, like I would have, I would fucking, I'd be the first one to tell you. Yeah, and he's like, this isn't your fucking fault. It just went wrong, like you said, shit happens or whatever. She took so. two for the company. Yeah, That's a very it. characteristic. Yeah. like they kept that was a. You you kind of expected that from Rawls, which yeah. I thought was was good writing of a character from the little bit we've seen about him. You know, he does seem like a guy that's not gonna just like bullshit. And then that kind of snaps. And this happens a couple times over the next couple episodes, but it kind of snaps McNulty out of it. Mm-hmm. And so then he goes with um, with uh, Rhonda to Murray, who this is the first time we really get him and mm-hmm. his involvement. These next three episodes, he's his real involvement with the Barksdales, yeah, and just a slime bucket. <laughs> I know, you know, just he's like just the fucking worst. Yeah. That lawyer, oh my god, man, I know. He and he, but he's so good. Like, yeah, he's so smart, right? Um, you can see why the Barksdales have him as like sort of their, their yeah cover because he just knows the ins and outs of everything. Yeah, McNulty like, basically just puts the heat on, being, saying like, if we want to get people to pry on how you're making, you know, all those. Uh, cash deposits that are going into your account, not paying tax on them, you know, mm-hmm. the, will come down on you pretty hard. So, you know, get us, get us, uh, Weebay yeah. or yeah, is that who they're, no, for? they want, um, uh, the, the, who's in the car with them. Uh, Oh, I, Savino, Savino. Thank you. Savino. Savino. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, because Savino leads them to... Yeah, I kept thinking Santangelo, but that's the Sorry, cop. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Sa- Savino is the mm-hmm. one that stops them in the alley and yeah. then leaves. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But he's a, he's a well-written character. He is, because you like, hate him. You hate his guys. It's well acted. There's no, it's well like, there's no middle yeah. ground with him. You don't really, you're just like, wow. <laughs> there is people like this yeah. in the world, right? Like there Just is... retainers for gangsters. <laughs> That's making it. their cash. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then we get a good scene with uh, Weebay b- driving D'Angelo. Mm-hmm. He shows up at the at the club. Stringer just says, get in the car, you're going with Weebay. Mm-hmm. And D- D'Angelo basically thinks he's getting iced. 
Which like, I, nope. I almost thought he was too. Well, not quite, but I was like wondering what's going something on. was going on. Yeah. Uh, but then he's like, "You got to feed my fish. These are all my different fish." He's got like a whole thing yeah. of fish. Yeah. <laughs> so again, that was uh, I thought a good use of like humor. Yeah. Because Weebay is just like a stone cold killer. Well, and you get that. Well, the, yes, but you also get, you know, come the last episode where he's just taking credit for everything. Yeah. Like yeah. He's just a. Uh, yeah, he's just like goofy. Like, yeah. He. He murders people, but then he's just like loyal to the Barksdales. Exactly, he'll do whatever he needs to. So, but it was funny. Yeah, just like the room lights up and it's just all fish. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta feed my fish, man. And he just has so D'Angelo for each one. D'Angelo's driving Weebay to Philly, mm-hmm. dropping him off, coming back with his truck, staying at his place. Yeah, and uh, somebody pooch or somebody was like, "Oh yeah, see, you're moving up. You moved up now. Things are changing up." Mm-hmm. Um, then we get Bob's, who's really struggling to stay clean. Um, yeah, shows that a few a little bit. Yeah, that was a interesting, like the cops stealing Bubs and then like beating the shit out because he because he, he pages Greg's pager because yeah, he's trying to stay sober and he wants yeah. the money that she was talking for about. like his apartment or whatever whatever he was going to yeah. use it for. That's right. Um, and then this is where we get uh, when they when so comes down from Burrell right where they just uh, go on all the drug houses, mm-hmm. take all their stash. Yeah, because they basically are able to observe like where the supplies are now coming from. Right, uh, Herc and I think Santangelo, Santangelo. Sees, sees it. Right, yeah, Santangelo and Herc. Yeah. are able to watch like Bodie. Yeah, receive it because they're waiting to take pictures, but he doesn't actually take any calls on the phone. And then they see uh, the yeah, the yeah. shit drops. So they're able so. to find because then right, obviously they're pushing hard for the, yeah. the raids, and they want to make a statement. Well, now that a cop's been shot, shot. Burrell just wants it shut down. Exactly. Yeah. So they have to find out exactly like where the resupply is. And stuff. Yeah. And oh, we didn't even mention before, but uh, there was a good scene with um, at the start with uh, Jay and Bunk and them doing their detective work and kind of going around from the crime scene where Gregson and Orlando were shot, mm. following the trails, all that kind of stuff. That was oh yeah, that yeah. was well done. Yeah, too. Bunk and and Jay, and that's right. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah and they're able to find the hoodies and stuff. Yeah. Like, for being Barksdale's, that was pretty easy. They yeah. Just, I'm surprised they just, like, ditched their, their stuff. Yeah. Because it did. It incriminated Weebay, right? They found hairs. Well, and that was the big thing, too, is uh, they got to make sure they drop the guns. And remember, Stringer goes through the whole thing that they have to do. Drop the guns, burn them, mm-hmm. do all this kind of thing. Because yeah. he asked him, like, where are the guns? He's like, down, yeah. down the sewer or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, it yeah, was Bird what, who never drops his gun, right? That, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, one, and this is where Freeman being Freeman... They get Little Man because they find the tap. Yes. They use they see what payphone that he was able to call Stringer's number from. Yes. And then they find a pop can that has Little Man's fingerprints. Mm-hmm. And it, <clears throat> sorry, nearby. So, again, that sort of Freeman well, is they such figure, a good detective. Well, they, right? well Freeman and Prez, they yeah. figure out that 07 is Weebay. Because they could right. never figure out who that was that was always paging Stringer sorry, and Avon. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they figure out it was Weebay. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, go to that payphone and there's the soda can there. And it's funny because even during that scene when Little Man's drinking and he just tosses it. Yeah. I thought like, oh, that's a weird choice. Mm-hmm. It's making me realize everything that's in any scene is, is purposely done. For sure. Like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's an attention to detail yes. for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, when it makes the episode flow and then it, it always seems to come back mm-hmm. to it or it links somehow and you're like, oh yeah, you know, it, yeah, it's. And this is where we also get the introdu- introduction of uh, um, 
De, uh, D'Angelo's mom, right? Yes, yeah. She brings she, him lunch, and you realize that she's more involved than you would have thought. Yeah, it's basically her and Avon, Avon's sister. Yeah, um, yeah. Basically, it, him and Avon, her and Avon, sorry, running the show. Yeah, that she's actually pulling because, like, you know, later when D'Angelo gets caught, or she's like, did, "Haven't you heard of a trail car?" And like, yeah, she's yeah, like exactly. giving Avon the rundown. Like, dude, how did you fuck this up so bad? Right. So, um, like you said, it's. Um, an interesting, I mean, she plays a huge role mm-hmm. by the end. Yeah, exactly. You know? So, um, yeah, this is our first introduction to her. Um, yeah. yeah and, and again, D'Angelo in this episode is really struggling. Like, mm-hmm. you can tell he just doesn't doesn't want to be a part of the game. Yeah. You know? And he's intrigued that Wallace is, like, reaching out again, obviously. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. He's in hiding, essentially. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. But they, what I find... Um, really good about it that they obviously with next episode is that with everything going on, they kind of forget about Wallace, right? And like then, he's, he's such an important factor about how they were starting to build a case. And then they kind of forget about him because Greg gets shot and it just kind of throws the whole thing. Right? And we, we kind of buried the, the epitaph, the lead, but the dope on the ta- the damn table thing is Daniel's really starting to break away from that hierarchy. Yeah, he, he's realizing that Burrell and everybody who are up there only give a shit about the the dope, the dope on the damn table. They don't even yeah. care that Greg's has been shot. Yeah. They don't care about getting these dangerous people off the streets. Street. It's yeah. th- to them it's more of like a political yeah, game. Yeah, he's mo- he's moved into like the McNulty yeah. sort of range that McNulty started with. Yeah. Daniels has really become like invested in it. Yes. And, you know, I think they say it might be in a later episode where he just says you know, I don't give a shit what they got on. That's it, next one. Yeah, yeah about the that's money. He's talking right? to his wife. Yeah, essentially, he just and it starts in this episode though, where you and, like and, said. And I do like we'll get to it, but how they've slowly uncovered what was meant by Daniel's being dirty. Yeah, and you just kind of find out he just he, and they still don't really explain it, but basically, whatever precinct he was in at one point when he was a young cop, mm-hmm. they all kind of took some windfall from something. Yeah, they all got some sort of money at some point. Yeah. And that's really, and it. that's what he, and that's basically what he used. He basically calls Burrell's bluff, right? Yeah, like he, like you. He's okay, like, you have it on me. But if you wanted to to do me, you would have done me already. Yeah, he's just worried about bla- bad publicity. Yeah. that's all he's not. And it's kind of interesting. You're, you're seeing the side, the the real side of Burrell, where he's just kind of like, yeah, just a conniving asshole. Yeah, well, because what's well, again, a super good sort of compare and contrast is like the game, mm-hmm. but there's clearly a game within. Yeah. The politics. Of, oh, we'll get to that, right? Man. I like, mean, I think it's the next episode, or it might even be the last one. The last one. one, yeah. You know, but there's just a oh game. yeah, it is the last one. When they go, to, when they go to meet with the FBI, absolutely right. Yeah. Like, there's just always a game to be played. Yeah, and it's it's like you know, on the streets, it's like, well, you might get shot and killed. Yeah, but here, it's like you might never, you might your career might be buried. Well, and that's what they t- start talking about too when they have to take care of Wallace, right? It's all about the game, man. Like it's he, all about the game. he's a loose end. You got to eat. Yeah. Got to get rid of them. Whereas, like here, it's like Burrell's like, well, it's all in the game, and we just need good, hot, good publicity. Mm-hmm. Good, you know, it's not or, actually about taking or like Rawls. He just wants his quotas or whatever the word <laughs> yeah, he uses. He, clearances. Yeah, clearances. He, he wants forty percent clearances. Exactly, and that's it why makes he, him look good. That's why he gives McNulty. He's like, man, these, with this case alone, we were up forty percent clearances. Yeah, we have the highest yeah. of any department. Blah blah. Yeah. You know, we're basically the best. Yeah, and it's like that's not what the detail was meant to do. Mm. It was meant to actually take people down. Yeah. But then it shows how complicated that becomes. And then it, it shows then that last montage that it's like weeds. <laughs> yeah. But we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then the last thing. The yeah, beat, baby. So this is, yeah. So this time Herc and Carver, when they're b- busting the one drug, the main drug house, mm-hmm. um, they both take money. 
and we each take a stack. And I wrote here, Herc's going to snitch on him because I was still convinced that Herc was the was Herc the, was the mole. But they did a good job, right? Because Daniels figures it out. He's like, oh, when uh, when you were back at Central Processing, mm-hmm. that's the lot. That's the only time Burrell was a step behind. Yeah. But and so remember when Herc was there, and I thought that's a very weird thing that they that he would just not be in an episode. Yeah. But they did that as a as a red herring, right? They they sent Herc first to show that oh, these officers have to go back to Central every once in a while yeah, to yeah. do some. They don't just get to be in the detail all yeah. the time. Yeah, yeah. But they did a good job where it's like they take Herc away first. So you're like, oh, something weird's going on there, yeah. and you don't even really realize when Car- when Ellis Carver's gone. Yeah, that's. Oh, that's genius. Yeah. yeah, you're right. It was just a total red herring. Yeah. It was just meant to throw you off. And then, of course, they bust the drug houses. So now the wires have gone dead. Yes. Yeah. yeah that was a cool, like, um, last shot of this episode. Where it just shows the pit. Nothing's happening. It just shows the, the the phone booths. Nothing. Yeah. No one making calls. Like, yeah. everything's just gone underground. Yeah. And, you know, there's, like, that photo op. Like, it is what they talked about at the beginning of the episode. It really happens at the end. You know, they they got all these drugs, all yeah. these guns, all this stuff on the table. Right? All dope on the, the table. The dope on the damn table. And then, yeah, like, down in the detail, it's just, like, there's just nothing. And yeah. Prez is just, like, listening to, like, tiny little things And just happening. starts non-pertinent. Non-pertinent, non-pertinent, yeah. yeah. There's, like, it's basically... I seized. think it was Wallace on the phone, wasn't it? Wasn't it Wallace calling, talking to someone, being like, oh... Yeah, it's like light phone traffic. Being out, being out in the. I'm not made is. to be country yeah, guy. Him talking to Poot, maybe. Poot, I think. Yeah. Which is a little sad when you think about where this is going to go. Oh, crazy, man. And then the last scene, yeah, it shows Greg's hand. And you think it's going to be that classic, she, you, her finger moves or something like that, but yeah. she doesn't wake no, up. No, they just pan out and yeah. she's just basically I on, see you. essentially on life support, yeah. Mm. So. Um, so, yeah, so now we're going to episode 12, cleaning up. Uh, this is me, yo, right here, Wallace. That's the epitaph for this one. That's right. Um, and this is, again, McNulty's drunk. Yeah, he's drunk like a couple times in these last... Drunk, drunk McNulty admits to his narcissism, and Daniels convinces him again to basically keep going. Yeah. Says, you know, we all knew. You thought we, you thought you had all of us convinced that you're doing this out of the good of the the precinct or to mm-hmm. be a good cop. Like, we all knew this was just for your ego. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you, you know, you pulled us in kind of thing, right? Yeah, well, so. and even though that was the case, we, you know, we have something here. I think yeah. th- there was a cool sort of realization from Daniels. is like, mm-hmm. yeah, you're a dick, but you're also a good cop, like mm-hmm. a good detective. So we were able to create something, and now everybody's in it. So yeah. deal with it, basically, right? Uh, Stringer comes into the pit, change up the system, yeah. killing the payphones, pagers. Two Everything. cell phones, one for one for Bodie, one for D'Angelo. That's it. That's it. Yeah. He's like, you have three, you have five numbers. This mm-hmm. one's for me, for Avon. If you need to a re-up, if you need security, yeah, burn these numbers. Well, because they're figuring out obviously that there was a wiretap yeah. or something. They've, yeah, you know, sur- some sort of surveillance. Some sort of surveillance. Exactly. There was, I think it was in the episode before, or is it in this one where they set up the the room? Oh, the at, at Orlando's? Yeah. yeah. Is it that this, is that this, this episode? This is one, yeah. Yeah, this is the one. Um, yeah, so they obviously know something is up. So like you said, they're kind of changed up. Only face-to-face now. And you know mm-hmm. that the wiretap's going to become like obsolete. Because yeah. now we're really moving into the shit, basically. Yeah. Right? So you're in the nitty-gritty. Lester Freeman landed on thick on Chardine. What did I say? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I told you. Brings her down for some lunch, just closes the door. He's like, and they're just laughing yeah. and he's like looking like, oh, yeah. She like kisses him on the cheek, I think. Oh, yeah. He's got the moves. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I told you. And then I think Carver or Herc, one of them's like, this world's fucking upside down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Yeah, that was great. Yeah. I know. And well, because this is the episode where they're thinking of maybe trying to use her, right? Well, that's how they end up getting the. They fig- that's how they figure out where Avon's uh, office like is. Like where everything is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they use her as sort of a bug, basically. Yeah. yeah. And they give her contacts, like yeah. Freeman does. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, Eric that's right. Burl really putting Daniels in his place. Uh, this is when he mentions Freeman and Prez. I, I love this scene where he's talking about pulling. He's like, well, now that the, the wire's dead, you're not going to need all that manpower. He's like, what's that one? Uh, that 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 old that kind of old timer. Yeah, uh, the pawn shop guy. Freeman. Yeah. And uh, and and the one who's got a who's like m- mentally handicapped or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Prez. Yeah. Uh, he's like, keep those two. Yeah. Yeah. You see Daniel kind of. And, and smirk. then you see him smirk because it's like now. And I wrote that um, to give and because uh, Burrell wants the real quote unquote real cops back with the Sindors and the. Uh, uh, um, I was gonna say Santangelo. Oh yeah, Santangelo. Yeah. You're like those guys back. Mm-hmm. Um, he smiles because you know because now Daniels is really realizing who the real utility guys are. Yeah, who the real cr- like guys who are cracking this case for are. For sure, it's Freeman. Not to say that Sindor and Santangelo aren't doing their job, but it's Freeman yeah. and Prez are the heart of this whole thing. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, and they've they've uncovered something larger. Prez, Prez Bolowski. Yeah, they or? they well Tarantino is that what yeah we Tarantino him? yeah yeah um, Quentin. But he's ended up being like integral to like what they were able to accomplish. Absolutely, and. I thought, yeah, I, I agree with you totally. I, I love the scene because he kind of is like, oh shit, like he doesn't, yeah, like, he doesn't, he has no idea, yeah, who the actual people are. Like yes, and you think Burrell's gonna pull Prez and Freeman off because like they're useless? But he's like, but he's like trying to, he's you know trying to, yeah, stick like, it to Daniel, stick it to Daniel's like you keep the useless ones, give yeah. me back the real cops, cops and the, he's like, the Sindor. And, actually, yeah. these are the guys that are uncovering something that we could bring to the FBI, like yeah, you know, the paper trail and the money, follow the money, not just the drugs, right? Yeah. Um, well, and see, I keep coming back to that line, and you follow the drugs, you find drugs. You follow the money, you don't know where it's going to go, and that's where this all heads into, especially mm-hmm. into the last episode. The last episode, yeah. Um, well, yeah, so Wallace now has come back from the countryside. Um, he wants back in the game after D'Angelo tried to keep him safe from Stringer and Avon. Because remember, Stringer and Avon called D'Angelo to the, to the office, like, who's the kid that... Uh, fingered the fingered Brandon at the at the Greeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to talk to him. He's like you don't want any kid. He doesn't even say his name. He just says, "Leave the kid alone. He's out the game. You don't want him anymore. Just yeah. leave him alone." Mm-hmm. And, yeah, then, and is- Avon's like, "What is it up? What is it to you? What we want to talk to him? We just want to talk to him." And D'Angelo steps stands up to him. He's like, "Stringer, leave him alone." Yeah, yeah, yeah. and just leaves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I think Chardine is outside and hears all that. Yes, and that's kind of where her wiretapping is becoming mm-hmm. important. Yeah. And again, I, um, it's kind of the culmination for D'Angelo. Yes. All season has kind of been this. Yes. He feels a little bit protective. Yes. He's really come to like the people in the pit, mm-hmm. um, what the pit's about, and then also is like doesn't know if he wants to be in the game. And it's because of reasons like this, that mm-hmm. like you might just kill like a kid, like yeah. a 16-year-old kid. And he, you know, and he knows like Wallace wants to go back to school, takes care of all those kids. Yeah. Right? So. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, D'Angelo, uh, that was great in the last... Um, like in the episode, the next episode, I really liked D'Angelo's sort of his arc, even just Me for too. the last episode. Yeah. yeah. But and this uh, one was good too. Cause like you said, laying, laying the seeds even more, he's always kind of had an uneasy relationship with Stringer. Mm. Hasn't been anything crazy yeah. yet, but this, you can tell it's really trending in a certain direction. Let's yeah. just say. Yeah. Uh, so then Stringer basically goes around D'Angelo 
talks to Bodhi and Poot to, and, you know, to prove themselves and do what you got to do kind of thing. We need, uh, we need this, this wall, this kid taken care of. You got to do what you want, what yeah. you got to do if you want to move up. Yeah. Well, and like the, this is how the detail figures out again that like, oh shit, we have Wallace. Yeah. Um, because the one witness gets chopped. I got to be honest. I don't remember who that was. It was the that, security guard. Yeah. What, what was she a witness to again? Uh, that was the very first episode, D'Angelo's. Who they pay. Oh. It's who they paid off to exonerate D'Angelo. Oh, okay. And so they, okay. they kill her even because they, she Cause she's, on them. Because she saw... D'Angelo murder that guy. But it was Bird, I thought, that killed him. Or it might have been Bird. Yeah. But it's it's she's the security guard that turned in D'Angelo's trial. Right, right. She wouldn't. She didn't end up standing trial or something. No, she changed her. Thing. Or she, she changed said, her story. She changed That's her story. She's like, she, oh, maybe I didn't see. Maybe I didn't see, but she got paid off. Right. By the That's so right. Okay. She he she's now important to them though because she can, like she can basically uh, implicate them. Yeah. That like oh yeah they they did this and they paid me off to not say anything. Yeah. Basically. So then that when that when they bunk finds that body. They realize that Wallace might be in trouble right. now because he is obviously. And then Dan- and then Daniel's calls. Wallace is out of pocket. He's been out, don't know and where he is and for three days or something. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh shit. You can like kind of tell, like, oh shit, like we're in trouble now. So. Uh, and then yeah, they're all kind of talking in the detail. Uh, this is where they're talking to Shardine and getting her to do the thing where she ties the strings to her ankle so she can properly measure paces. Yeah. It's like, didn't you ever do that in the army? And they all kind of. Avoid eye contact, and he just has a good line where he says, uh, "Fuck, uh, bunch of draft dodging peace freaks are the bunch of you kind of thing." <laughs> yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, and then we get the the Wallace murder, which is just it's tough. It, it's tough, man. It's yeah. tough to watch. It is, yeah. So um, essentially, it's Bodie, um, and Poot, and Poot. But Bodie's taking the lead at first, yeah. kind of. Like you said, well, there, and then there's that really good scene where they're before that they're all hanging out eating uh, hot dogs or yeah. whatever, and Wallace being like, "Oh, it always reminds me of my mom." He's like, "You know, you're always talking about your mom. What are you, a man or a boy?" And it's just really putting into stark um, comparison that Wallace is a kid, yeah, and like is. they're they're gonna ice this kid, <laughs> and and he's like, "No, I'm a man," and that's and then even before that when he's talking to D'Angelo and D'Angelo's like, "Man." Don't you don't want to get back in this thing? I think you're gonna to go to school, and that's mm-hmm. where he has the line. This is me, yo, right here. Yeah. And he kind of points to the pit. He says, "If it's if it's not West Baltimore, I don't know anything about it." This, yeah, because he's asking him about has he been to this place? Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a tough scene. Like just right in the room like that. There's nobody around. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then they like and like Bodie flinches, you know, and kind of hesitates a little. We shoots bit. him once. Shoots him, but then like he's obviously like in pain. Yeah. So then Poot just like grabs it and just right in the head. Well, see, so and I read it more as like is that Poot just being like ah, just putting him out of his misery because little, you can hear Wallace whimpering. Yeah, I think it's a little bit of like both. Yeah, like, kind of being like Bodie, like why don't you finish him off? Like, yeah, he's suffering or like and kind of like I'll just do it. And, like yeah, kind of being a bit of a bitch. Like sure, because it's it's a it's Poot establishing that maybe he's more cut out for the game than even Bodie is. Yeah. right. So. Yeah, oh man, he's just like pleading with them, like, but we're boys. And yeah. like, I was just like, oh my god. He's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that one was tough. Yeah, that's good acting. Boys like, gonna do it. Boys gonna do me like this. Oh, fuck. And it just as the with the way the cameras 
to you. Like Wallace is up front, not knowing what's going on behind him. He's looking for all the kids. Oh, where are you? Mm-hmm. You know, oh, you left a mess here. Kind of things going through all the rooms. Can't find anyone. And then he turns around, and kind of realizes what's happening. Yeah, and he's just um, get iced. And then when, so I didn't even mention this is also when D'Angelo gets caught on the New Jersey Turnpike. That's right. Yeah. So, this so is, he gets arrested. Yeah, this sets in motion sort of what D'Angelo is going to be about in the next episode. And so they find out. Um, and this is also where they go to arrest Weebay in Philly, right? Or is no, that the next episode? That's the next episode. Thirteen. Okay. Yeah, that's in 13. So so. D'Angelo gets caught uh, with drugs in the car, driving from uh, Baltimore to New York, and then he's going through New Jersey back to Baltimore. Gets arrested. Um, uh, McNulty, Bunk, and Daniels go to see him. Does that sound right? For sorry, say that again. McNulty, Bunk, and Daniels go to see him in New Jersey. Yes. Those are the three of them? Yes. And so they start th- showing him the pictures. Mm-hmm. And then he says something about Wallace getting killed. He's like, yo, you're lying again. What do you want me to write a letter to his parents? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he, they just give him a look, and he kind of realizes it. And then later, they show him the pictures, and that's, you know, the Wallace getting killed is what pushes D'Angelo over the edge. He's yes. like, I want out of this shit. Yeah. Well, I'll turn on great, you when I have to. That was a great scene. That was one of my favorite ones. He was like, yo, String. Yo, String, tell me. Yeah. Tell me where Wallace is. Yeah. Yo, Stringer, tell me where Wallace he, and is. And he's just, just giving him that look where yeah, he's like, like, shut up, Shut man. the fuck up. Don't, we don't say names, all that kind yeah. of shit. And Yo, Dan's where's like, Wallace? I don't, I don't care about the rules. Yeah, yeah, I don't care, no names or whatever. Yeah. Where's Wallace? Tell where's me where Wallace, Wallace is. He's just yelling. He's just like, oh, that was great. Because that, like you said, that's the tipping point for Dan. Yeah. Though, right? And that's where he fires Murray, the, the, yeah. the <laughs> lawyer, because he's like... Fuck it. I'll oh get yeah. It. So yeah, you're in uh, you're in Avon's pocket. So you're really gonna do everything you can to help me out. Mm-hmm. He's like, fuck that. It's always it's all this talk about family. Yeah. But where's my when do I get my fucking turn? Kind of. Yeah, thing. yeah. yeah. Oh, so good. Um, well, then, da- Daniels has a really important like he's in this episode a lot because mm-hmm. he's bouncing around kind of between the detail and well, meeting and, with. And I have here Burl tries to flex on Daniels again. This is where he has the whole. Oh, you think, uh, I don't know about, because he says something about, oh, me being dirty, those are just stories. Just stories. Oh, mm-hmm. and he like pulls out his binder. And, yeah, yeah, Like, And this is where he basically says that, you, you know, know if, you, if you wanted to do me, you would have done me already. Yeah. When like, Daniels also had a great scene with Burrell earlier when that uh, governor or whoever that right. is, that was such a great scene when they were like, you know, why are you looking into my driver? Yeah. It's like, we followed drug money. Simple as that. Like we had a yeah, you know. And this is where he's really starting to get more of a backbone. For yeah, sure. that's what I mean. That's where what he's not saying. he's not just catering to uh, to a title or to yeah. stri- a certain amount of stripes, well, right? Because is he, it in this episode or the next one where he realizes that like the job that he was in line for, someone else got it. That's the next one. That's the next one. Yeah, because that's why I find interesting is that he's already kind of doing these things, and then it just confirms to me that it makes Daniels even better because well, he was doing he, this and then it proved anyway that he was never going to get it. And, then, and he has a line to his wife too, where he says something like, uh, um, it's probably why he picked me for this job in the first place. Cause he thought he could use this as leverage on me mm-hmm. knowing that he had this, this info on me that I was yeah. dirty. Mm-hmm. He was like, it doesn't matter. Cause the last thing he wants, he's like the stink of it. He keeps saying the stink of it. Yeah. Like it's the bad la- It's the last thing he, he doesn't wants. want it. Yeah. He doesn't want it. So like you said, he would have smoked me already if he yeah. would have. So I like him calling his bluff, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah, Daniel's like, I'm loving what Daniel's all about. Yeah. He, that, you're right. I think I've re- he's really turned into 
somebody that gives a shit about what's going on. Yeah. And then once Greg's got shot, it just confirmed more why they were doing it. Mm-hmm. Is that like these are bad people, right? These are the drug dealers. These are like the hardest people in this city that are fucking it up the most. Mm-hmm. We got a chance to take them down, and we're all just sitting here worrying about like. Oh yeah, McNulty's going has some good shit oh, about that, that was, next episode. I mean, McNulty gets what he deserves, but it's also awesome McNulty like in in the 13th episode there in, in sentencing yeah so, um, and then McNulty finally nabs Avon yeah and it's just it's empty yeah you can tell he, and he even says that he's like this it was also him and Daniels are sitting in the car and all the tactical teams like out, out front of Orlando's mm-hmm. and he's like fuck this shit you or me first yeah yeah that was great yeah, yeah. that was because it, it's it's been theirs yeah you know it was totally they deserve to arrest Avon, yeah. right? I mean, that's kind of what they're saying. You know, it's not this fucking SWAT team. And they're like, like so, they're almost like it's so extra. Yeah, like, these fucking guys don't have guns. These guys are like the highest well, in the chain, right? And Bo McNulty even says like, when was the last time these guys even held a gun? Held a gun. Like, and when was the last time they even yeah. near one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's what it was great because they were like these. Basically, these guys are extra. Like yeah. this is too much for two guys. And then that's great too because they go up there, arrest Avon, just kind of look at Stringer. Yeah. See you around. See you around. Yeah. See you next time. Or see, or that's what he says. I'll see, yeah, I'll see you next time. I'll see you next time. Yeah. Well, we got some good mm-hmm. callbacks from Stringer in the next yeah. episode too. Yeah. And then, uh, and they just leave Stringer. Both him and Avon are kind of bewildered that yeah, they don't like, that they don't take Stringer too. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah. Um, oh man. Yeah. We'll catch him later. That's what it is. Catch, catch him later. Catch him later. Yeah. Catch you later. Yeah. And again, um, is it in this one too? No, I think it's it kind of touching back on the last one because Bubs will be important again, I think. But McNulty doesn't know that he's sober. He's trying to stay clean. Yeah, clean. So he's giving, so he, him, he, he's giving him the twenties. Giving him the twenties, the drugs, because he wants him to find out who isn't around the pits. And That's it's right. We, it's Weebay and Little Man. That's so he does play an integral role in kind That's of right. identifying the shooters actually. For That's just right. Being like a minor character, and I think D'Angelo too. Yeah, he kind of recognizes that like these guys aren't around. Yeah. It's just like Bodie and Pooch like yeah. kind of doing it or whatever. So and then yeah, that's a good scene too. Where later he kind of pulls it out and the twenty still crumpled in his hand. He hasn't spent it on smack spent, yet. Yeah, exactly. Um, again, like a great ending in terms of yeah. the sort of finality that's coming. Everything's empty now. Like the board's starting to get taken off, mm-hmm. and then like that. Lash. Yeah, they put it. I think Prez puts up the thing underneath Avon, which says "arrested,", arrested. and that's where they kind of be like, "This doesn't feel. Yeah, it feels empty. Yeah, it doesn't they, feel like it. It doesn't have the sort of like gotcha that it should." Well, Sindor he mentions he's like, "This is the best case that he's ever worked," and nobody will ever really know. And it's just like it still doesn't feel like it's finished. Yeah, because and I think. All of them realized, too, that for once they were, like, detectives and they were cops and they were... It was that idea that maybe that's not why they were there to begin with. But like you said, they all kind of got sucked in. And then once Greg got shot, it was real. It was like, oh, shit. Like, this was... This wasn't just, like, some little thing that we were trying to do. Like, we were trying to take down the hardest people in, like, Baltimore. And it's unfinished. Like, you can feel that it not felt... It felt rushed all of a sudden, right? And that from the pressure above... And though the people that were working the detail really feel that sense of like it's rushed. It's yeah. We just kind of arrested Avon, but like really, did we get what we wanted? Like no, yeah. we didn't, right? So I thought it was interesting. And then like that last shot of the pits, like the orange sofa is just like unused. You know, everything's starting to, to well, crash down. The next, right? the end of the the series or the yeah. season. It's now it's a blue couch. Yeah. Because like Poots 
Poot's kind of running the pit now. Yeah. And so now it's a blue couch. Blue the orange couch, couch is gone. Yeah. And, yeah. But like the last shot in this one, you know, it's unused yeah. in the pit, you know, in the that's, that's how it ends, right? It yes. just shows the just shows empty the pit. Empty pit. Yeah. And it, everything's kind of starting to crumble. Like the Barksdale organization, as much as it's unfinished, it is affected now, mm-hmm. right? In some way. They've been arrested. There's kind of tangible things against them. Distribution, all these different things. But then, like you said, Murray, you know it's going to be like... You kind of get that sense in this episode um, with D'Angelo and stuff that it's going to go either way. That D'Angelo is either going to be huge in implicating them or it's going to make... We didn't even mention the whole reason the cleaning up starts is because of Murray. Yes. Where they're in the... They, they go to like the, right. the parkade mm-hmm. and... He's like, how how would anybody know? Do you have a snitch? And and then Avon's just like, no. All the all the conversations we had were in my office, face to face. Yeah. And he has that look like, fuck. Yeah. That's how, and then that's how they know that Orlando's is compromised. It's like all the conversations that were had in the office, like, fuck. They had a they had a bug in there somehow. That's right. And again, and then so then Murray's the one like, you guys got to start cleaning up. Yeah, yeah. You, gotta you got to start burning anything that that is. Is mm-hmm. gonna uh, turn you in. That's right, because this is what they're in the like parking garage, right? Yeah, is that what it yeah, was? The, we like, yeah, the parkade kind of thing. Whatever, yeah, yeah. we're having this conversation. That's right. Yeah, and actually, shout out to Prez. It was like Prez's math skills that left them put the bug. Yeah. Right. So then that's where you're talking again, where Burrell was kind of like, "Oh, I'm gonna screw Daniels," but yeah. really, in the end, he actually like still strengthened their case because Prez has a nose for sort of not being the sort of in your face cop, but yeah. he's got he can work his way around a paper trail, like you said. So. And then. Um, and then they go to the uh, the funeral parlor yeah. to get to for, as their new office. Yeah, and that's when uh, D'Angelo's mom comes in and starts talking all loudly, and even even Stringer and Avon are like outside. Only conversations outside. It's like you you two are that paranoid kind yeah. of thing. And it's like yeah, yeah, we fucking are. But I, that was again a good sort of reminder of how connected they are. How many places they have to go? Like Orlando's was just one. Well, that's piece, really you know? what they end up finding out. With the real corruption with Avon is is that that's why he's paying off these senators and these politicians because then they're in turn giving him a, a leg up on redevelopment areas. Yeah. He flips them four or five times, makes ten times back the money, and then they go into foreclosure. Yes, and then he basically does it all over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and again, that's Freeman and Prez really figuring yeah. out like where the money's going. Yeah. You know, what are they doing with this drug money? It's yeah. not just like, oh, they're selling drugs and they're well, sitting it, on stacks. They, they of make cash, some right? comment about that too. It's like they don't drive any nice cars. They don't live in like these fucking Tony. Oh, that's. He's like, who do they think fucking Tony Montana's up there? <laughs> these guys yeah. haven't touched a gun in five, ten years. Yeah, kind of that's thing. right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And then uh, so they go to the funeral parlor and that's where they set up the whole other uh, operation. But what I was going to say is, and then. They have the conversation where they're Avon isn't touching anything now. Yes, Stringer's like I'll handle all the product. Mm-hmm. I can't remember D'Angelo's mom's name, but uh, it's like she'll handle all the finances. Fine. Yeah, yeah. You you don't you don't touch anything, and Avon's kind of like all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like being he's like completely insulated now mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, so that's cleaning up. Mm-hmm. Kind of ends with that. So yeah, little man's taken care of. Wallace is taken care of. The witness is taken care of. Um, and then they finally get Avon for all of it, and it feels like it says feels empty. But then yeah. we get into the last episode, sentencing. On the game. On the game. Traditional <laughs> West Baltimore. Yeah. That's that's the quote. Yeah. Traditional West Baltimore. Baltimore. Yeah. Starts off. Greg's is awake. She, she after three episodes. Well, two full episodes of her after her shooting. 
That's the opening scene, right? Yeah. She just kind of like is awake and Bunk is there. Yeah, Bunk's there. They're trying to identify the shit. Like you've, you've been here for a long time? No, only 20 minutes, which I think he's lying about. Yeah. Like they're saying they've been there. I think, me too, I got the sense they've been there for a while. Yeah. yeah. And so Bunk's, he says even later to, to McNulty, he's trying to do the fat finger. Yeah. Where he's he shows a, a, a lineup and he kind of taps. Which one was it that... Was yeah, this, yeah. was this, which one was Weebe? Yeah. He's yeah. kind of pointing. Yeah. But first he points at, um, little man. No. Oh yeah. Little man. It is yeah. little man. Because she can identify little man. And because no she problem. says, and, which is interesting. One thing I noticed about the show is it never does flashbacks. No. It's all based on what their, what their, uh, dialogue and what their, um, uh, exposition is mm-hmm. on the on the event, mm-hmm. and I noticed that too when it goes back to D'Angelo and he's telling the story about when the girl got shot. That was great. That was great. Fuck, that was good. But that's what I mean. That's why I was saying I love D'Angelo's yeah. kind of arc in this episode. He has like a full arc. It feels like. So yeah. anyway, so he uh, she's like I I could I can tell you, little man. He was he was in in front. Yeah. He reached in the, the light money. the light from the car. I could see his face. Yeah. The other guy was too dark and. He's kind of trying to get her to say Weebay, and she's like, "I'm just, I'm not going to do that." She's like, and she sometimes things just get just got to play out hard. And I, I wrote, "Damn's Greg ain't, damn Greg's ain't dirty by a speck." <laughs> and even, and even yeah. the line McNulty uses later, "Real police." Yeah, she's no, she re- is. She's she's the, real police. She's like the only one. Yeah, essentially. Um, but it's because they've done a good job of showing you that why she got into it, that thrill. It's yeah. not about. The power. It's, it's, the it's not. It's not about the ego. No, it never has been. No. So it felt which it shows all it, sincere. Do you, when do you she think says that's that, purposely you know? done? That it's like the males in the in the department or in the entire uh, yeah police department are more you know it's egotistical. It's about their yeah their, absolutely their sure. uh, public persona, their social mm-hmm. persona, like like a Burrell or even before Daniels, mm-hmm. where he just wanted to ascend up the ranks. Yeah. Where for and even McNulty in his own weird twisted way, yeah, just wants it's like, like his legacy. Yeah, they, they kind of make him more of like the cowboy, right? Like the gunslinger yes. out there. Like he just wants like sort of that like went down in a blaze of glory sort of thing. Yeah, no, for sure. I that's absolutely. But Greg's is the one who's yeah, because really she's the only main female character at this point. Yeah, right. And unless, I mean, unless like I said. Uh, Avon's sister again. Did you find her name? Oh, I no, will anyway. find it. Yeah. Anyway, if she becomes more of a role in the second season, especially with Avon in jail, I wonder yeah. how many Brianna. How, Brianna. I wonder how long afterwards it'll take place. Mm-hmm. Like, is it going to fast forward through the two, three years that Avon's in jail? Yeah, or what? Is he going to get out on good behavior or yeah. something like that? Yeah. Um, I wrote a comment because it shows them when they're making all these arrests, right? And Herc's on the phone, mm-hmm. and he's not wearing a baseball hat. And I said, has Herc always been bald? Or did he just shave his head? Or is it just he's always wearing a baseball hat so I've never noticed? A baseball hat, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, uh, Sergeant Herc flexes on Ellis Carver a bit. Yeah. But then when, we're out in, when we're out in public, can you say sir? That's right. Just in front of the other boys, you yeah. know? Just L- say little sir. Little does he know, yeah. So do you think Carver fucked him over in that brief? Because basically what Herc says is he doesn't... He doesn't get the promotion because uh, he's not leadership material because of some uh, instances that came up about him getting into scraps with other cops. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I do think it was that Burrell 
moved Carver up over because him. he was the because he was the, the mole. mole. Yes, that's kind of what it's implied. I thought because even Carver, even when he's getting promoted, it's kind of like not. Yeah, you can kind of tell that it's like, oh, this is dirty. This is like a yeah, yeah. Well, and it, and it does a good job of that juxtaposition where it shows. Uh, well, we'll get to it. We'll get sure, to it. Sure, yeah, we can get to it. Yeah. Um, because so then later, Bunk asks uh, McNulty if he's gone to see Greg Zitz, and she's w- woken up. He's like, "No, I'll do it after I get back from New Jersey because mm-hmm. they're going to interview D'Angelo again." Yeah. And he's like, I just, I can't do it. I can't do it yet. And Bunk, he says, Jimmy, this ain't about you. Mm-hmm. You know, she yeah. wants to know that you're there to care for her kind of thing, right? Yeah. That was that's also scene. a great scene when he goes to, goes to see her. Yeah, because it's the first time you see, like, McNulty. And it's, it's really his, other than Bunk, it's his only real... Friend? Almost, like, they've become, like... Because even Rhonda's, like, a... Yeah. It, it's, it's, it, it's a relationship by convenience and by... by uh, Yeah, just, like, yeah. a weird... Some weird balance between, like, work and power yeah. and... Yeah, yeah. Whereas, like, Greg's, it was, like... There's a respect there. Yeah, there's a peer. Like, they felt Cause like even Because even, you know. even with... It just seems, in, no matter... It's Murray or it's the district attorneys. McNulty has some... He thinks all lawyers are assholes. Yeah. Or not assholes, but he thinks all lawyers are just, like, slime heads. Mm-hmm. They're just out for... He even men- makes that mention. You know, that's a good point, though. Talking about the whole moving up in the public persona and the and the personal glory. Because mm-hmm. he makes that comment to Ronda where he's like, you just want to fucking cut these deals so you can move up. All you all you people are trying to do is just move up. Yeah. That's why none of the bad people go go to jail. Yeah, that's yeah. why nobody will turn this will turn Murray in because all of you have to fucking play nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's so, right. So you guys can all get your promotion when you want to. Yeah, that was and that's great. where he's like, you're an asshole, McNulty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's like, he's telling the truth, yeah. right? Yeah. And I don't know. If it was this episode or was it when he was talking to Greg's, which I thought was a great line, whether it was with Greg's or not, I can't quite remember, but it, he makes, I thought it was a nice subtle mention to like the privilege of him, of where they live. He's mm-hmm. like, it's always you and Sindor going undercover. He, he does, he does say that to, um, I think he says that to, um, Daniels. Is that what no, no, no. He says it to, uh, Rawls. Rawls. When, they, right. when he's first talking to him, he's like, I, I'm aware it's, it's always, it's got to always be, you them. know what? No, it might be when he's talking to Daniels. I thought it or might not be. to, to Greg's. I mean, because she has a good line where she says, uh, she has she has a good line. I wrote it somewhere here. We'll get to it. Yeah, I, I, I just I, I to me that was sort of the turning point for me for McNulty a little bit. Yeah, I don't necessarily like McNulty, but I don't. I feel for McNulty yeah. in a certain way because he he gets it in some capacity, which they could have easily not made him get it. Yeah, he's just like you know, it's always fucking you and Mc, and Sindor having to go undercover. You know, it's not me. Yeah, like, I I don't fit in. You know, but it's just like you have to put yourself in harm's way for something that I wanted to take down right and i think she she ends up having some line where she just says like you know that's the that's that's what it is that's if i didn't want to do it i wouldn't do it something along those lines yeah. right and then she's just like okay we're done playing you know yeah. where are we with the you know if you're done playing and that's psychologist and that's after her girlfriend storms off because she's like you guys mcnulty show up and they just start talking about the case yeah yeah, yeah. She's she's like, you guys like, are you almost died yeah Something yeah. along. I don't want to. Be I think y'all can go shit. fuck yourselves. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, but it, I just that was a great line by McDonald's because that acknowledgement that it isn't him as and even though he's connected with the game and he knows a lot of what goes on, he'll never be the same connection. He'll never, he'll never be. He'll never go undercover. Exactly. Face to face. He won't drug be dealers the he same won't be way. Sindor. Yeah, he's just yeah, exactly. So it was. And then uh, so good self awareness from. McNulty. So then we have uh, the D'Angelo scene. Um, and I said, shit, he's got some heavy shit. I was courtside for eight months. I felt fear than I do at home. Yeah. So this is 
this is the culmination really of that internal struggle he's been doing it. He's like, I'll give you what you want if you just get me the fuck away from here. Yeah. Get me somewhere where I can just start over. And you've always felt like that's kind of yeah. they've been leading it. I'll all give the you way whatever there. you fucking want, want as long as you let me start over somewhere. Yeah. And that again that I was, want what Wallace wanted. Yeah. Exactly. So then with D'Angelo so he too. Just talks, he's like, yeah, WeeBay did this. Yeah. Did, yeah. And he's like, what I thought was cool too is um, the family is catching wind. Yeah. D'Angelo, you know, they fired Murray. That's how they basically figure it out because Murray's been fired. Yeah. And they, um, they're kind of like, we can't let him yeah. fucking talk, basically. Yeah. So, like, we gotta, Brianna's got to go in there and, and really and do she, it. But, yeah, and D'Angelo, when he's telling that story of Pop and Avon's girl from college there. And this is where we get it. The real story. The real story for once. Cause he Cause, didn't, and Bunk does the... Yeah. Tap, yeah. tap. Yeah, you know what it's all about. And so they this whole time they think that... It was D'Angelo. D'Angelo doing it, but it's it's Weebay, and this Wee is Bae. where it all kind of comes back. It's like Weebay's behind most of these most of these killings, these murders. Yeah, yeah, and it's not D'Angelo isn't really a killer. Yeah, you know, he's never done it. He tells that story in whatever episode it was to try to like to win he, over Wallace and Poot and, Poot and, and to really and to really run the pit. Yeah, it was to establish. Yeah. But himself. then you get the real story. Is like I just went there and answered the door, and she you she know? always trying to kind of flirt with me, and yeah, I just I gave just her gave her an eight ball of cocaine, and that was it. Yeah, and then all of a sudden I turned around and and Weebay's running with that big gun of his. Yeah, uh, it was the way they were describing the story. You're like, oh shit, like, and that's the- oh, and then there's like the whole thing with the fridge because that's where the fridge was open. And she was going to put it. She's like, I'm going to put this on ice for later. Yeah, yeah. And it was, and then you can. It was cool to see like Bonk and be like, "Oh shit!" Like we knew this, we knew how the murder but happened. But we thought it was, but we thought him. it was him. And it's like there's always somebody else. And that's there. why you get the great line with McNulty after when, when uh, uh, D'Angelo goes gets sentenced for twenty years. He goes, "What the fuck did I do?" Yeah. And then Bunk's like, "Has a feel, bitch," <laughs> kind of thing, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh man, so good. Um, yeah, I can't believe D'Angelo. So yeah, he gets sentenced to twenty years. He's got to take like the biggest fall. He does. Essentially, Brianna is able to convince him. Like, what? Do you, if you don't have family, what do you got? Yeah, and right? if he, and if you turn on us, then what happens to me? What happens to your baby boy? What happens to your baby mom? Like, yeah, yeah, what happens yeah. to everybody yeah. around she you? She really guilt trips. She guilts it. Yeah, she pulls the mom, <sighs> the real mom. But she's she's a fucking she's out for herself bag. too. Yeah. yeah, she's just like and she's willing to let her. Son. son go to, he's like how did you find me she's like well uh mom nobody can keep a mom away from, from her son. son oh god yeah, yeah. i know i know because i thought it was uh that's where i was saying i i was interested to see where it was gonna go was it gonna because be? they because they get you they're like man d'angelo's doing just, the right thing yeah he's just and he's just spilling his guts and then all of a sudden no no never mind he's not gonna yeah. you know corroborate any of those claims now and he's just basically turning on is what he said before so I felt bad for D'Angelo because all he wanted was out of the game, and now the guy gets 20 years. And then right? after McNulty uh, goes to see – he goes to see Greg's after this. We talked about it. Then she asks him, do me a favor. He goes to talk to Bubs, ends up giving him the money. Yeah. And he's like, you know, he kind of gives half of it back. or more than half back. He's like, you know, this is all I'll need for what I need. Yeah. I need to get done. He's like, are you sure? And then he ends up taking all the money, and he's like, hey, do me a favor. Don't tell her. Yeah. And then he goes and scores. Yeah. Ah, yeah, well, it can't get away from it. I know that was it's, tough. it's good. It's it's good writing, man, because it it's is. like it's it, it, it's not too, gi- it's not giving you all the endings you want. Exactly, it'd be too um, perfect. Yeah, it'd be like a bow. Um, Bubs gets clean. Bubs, you know, it's, yeah. I feel that Bubs is gonna be. 
I feel like he'll be in the series probably like the whole time, and he'll always be riding this. And we didn't talk about the thing in episode twelve either, where he's he's getting beat up by the one cop because they think that he's involved in Greg's murder or something. Mm -hmm. He's like, "This ain't right." Yeah. This, and he just keeps keeps saying, "This ain't right, sir, sir. This ain't right." And (laughs) that's how they get McNulty there and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, I feel like he'll be riding this wave the whole time. But like you said, it's good writing because it's realistic. It's hard to get away from it. And then this you're is still surrounded by a constant. And again, so this is where you have a little bit of Stringer, not unraveling, but he's he's desperate to show that they're still in the game. Yeah. So he's cutting now. He's cutting their drugs with like he's showing the guy how to cut the drugs. Yeah. yeah. How to make it the you know the mix. Yeah. To dilute it. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. He's like, don't care. We because they're short, right? They've they all their shit's been busted. So mm-hmm. he's like, just get this back in the streets. Let them know that we ain't fucking gone. Yeah. Yeah, because they don't want to lose the clientele, mm-hmm. right? This is where I have a feeling. So, just as like a sort of guess, is what well, proposition Joe, the guy, the other drug dealer, role, that, right? Yeah, yeah. That they're going to be a big role there now. Mm-hmm. You know, I well, feel it could be oh him or another another man of West Baltimore. Oh, that's right. Another man. Of, anyway, we'll get to oh, yeah, that. We'll get to that. Yeah. Um, and so then now the other subplot here is McNulty going back to his FBI and uh, not inform, but his FBI contact to set up because now the department doesn't want anything involved with the Barksdales. But he's mm-hmm. like, if they can make it a federal case, yeah, then they can keep they can keep the tap going. Yeah, keep this the is where going. basically McNulty again is is able to convince like Daniels, like, well, let's says, just like, go behind their back. No, Fuck well, it. he's like, what if they don't know? He's yeah. like, fuck McNulty, you are an asshole, so, aren't you? Yeah, and even, but even Daniels at this point, like, this is where, yeah, the real Daniels... Because like, he has a con- conversation with his wife where he's like, if he wanted to do me, would have done me. Yeah, you know, and then he sees this episode that he gets passed over for the job that he was in line for. Yeah. So fuck it, what does he have to lose at this point? So then they, they set up with the feds, but it turns out they just want to get the senators. They want the politicians, yeah. And so then this is just this is the best McNulty scene, I think. Yeah. He's like, what about terrorism? There are at least 12 bodies out there. And again... Contacts post 9 11, right? Yeah. And they're talking about all these 9 11 accords now where they can't just, unless it's specific things, they can't get involved, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, and then the one FBI agent says, that type of hyperbole doesn't serve anyone here, officer. Yeah. And it, but it's, it's talking about that whole idea of like, what is terrorism? Yeah. Is it drug dealers terrorizing neighborhoods or does it have to be a Middle Eastern threat to yeah. be qualified as terrorism? Totally. It's a very interesting post 9 11 conversation. Yeah. Right, like right after it had happened. So the, again, and then, great it, writing. His best know? line West Baltimore is dying and you empty suits just want to pin a fucking senator's pelt to the wall. <laughs> I, fu- I love that. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. When he was leaving there yeah. and they're all just like, oh shit. Like, and I thought you were good police too. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah to his FBI yeah, yeah. his like buddy there oh, and man. then oh man I just love that yeah you just want to pin a fucking Sanders pelt to the wall yeah and, and then again a super interesting dynamic is because the, using the drug dealers the to reason get why they're getting more. pissed off because like so basically you'll get them but they'll walk yeah, because you want to, you want them to snitch on these senators. Yeah, you want to get the politicians instead. And this all started because the the head of the uh, district attorney is giving money back. Yes, because he thinks that there's heat on. He's like, if they start coming, I want to be clear. I don't know where this money came from, so I'm going to give it back. And it's basically. investments from the Barksdales. Yes, five payments. Yeah, that he's giving back, and it's like 120 thousand dollars. It's or like something. a lot of money. Yeah. right. Yeah, well, and because he knows, like, and Rhonda's kind of like. What? Like nobody's on you. Like there's no heat. He's like, but if they're com- if it's coming, because there's something in the wind. These guys are all hearing something yes. in the wind, well, right? Well, because that driver got pulled over with the yeah. money, and like 
Clearly, somebody is figuring out. Ironically, nobody knows that it's Freeman and Prez. Yeah. Figuring out that the money is leaking. It's yeah. like a tree. You know, yeah. there's branches everywhere. Um, and that's the irony of the situation is that it's sort of people that the unassuming, the pawn shop detective yeah. and this like young guy. The well, guy, a hothead who got yeah, his gun taken got, away. Got his gun taken away, right? And beat the shit out of that Who gets one his kid. gun back eventually and doesn't want it. Doesn't want it. Right after this. So he talks yeah. to... So this is where he finds out Carver's the snitch. Yeah. And I said, damn. Um, and then uh, Daniels has a good line. Comes a day when you're going to have to decide if it's about you or if it's about the job. Mm-hmm. And then that's when he pulls Prez's gun out of his desk and gives it back to him. Yeah. Yeah. And Pre- yeah, like you said, Prez is kind of like... He's like, there's a lot of work to do here. Yeah. He likes what he's doing. Yeah. yeah. He prefers it now. Mm-hmm. Well, and then it, it's a great scene in that whole montage where everyone's kind of, he's the last one to leave the detail. Yeah. Because he's been in that space. Yeah. The whole time, right? Pretty much for the whole season. He's been in that space. And so then, uh, so then Rawls has a conversation, you know, you helped us clear your 40% clearances. Yeah. You know, but you went over my head, McNulty. You went to talk to a fucking FBI agent. So I got to, I got to do what's right. And he... I want, but I want you to land right, McNulty. Yeah. So you tell me, where do you not want to end up? Yeah. So my question is, yeah. he does end up in Marine, which he had and Freeman earlier. had said to him earlier, "Don't ever tell them where you don't want to end up." That's how I got pawn shop. Yeah. So did McNulty do this purposely? I wonder because McNulty had made mention that, of this early that remember? he doesn't. That's the last place he'd want to be he, is Marine. I think it was like one of the first episodes, yeah. first second episode. But he knows that, and he even has that look when Rawl says it to him. Where do you not want to end up? He knows he's like, "Oh, Freeman told me this is how it goes." Yeah. So it's curious why he does end up on Marine. Yeah. Do you think he said it, or do you think Rawls knew? Already? I don't know. I don't know. I have, that's a, I have a feeling that Rawls knew. Where yeah? He, yeah. So okay. that no matter what McNulty said, Rawls was sending him to the Marines okay. no matter what. Because he had already said it. And so somebody had already heard it. Well, and then, so Freeman basically takes McNulty's job now. So, sorry, I'm going to hand myself. So then there's the trial. Yeah. Which sorry. is really well shot too. Because again, yeah. like you talk about, it's shot, these overhead shots where it's like you're watching... Uh, a trial, mm-hmm. like it's like you're watching something on yeah, C-SPAN or whatever. From the, yeah, from yeah. the top. Yeah, you know, like the gallery where you. And it's just so well sit. done, where it's just with Ronna Perlman just reading out all the just, indictments. Just got, like, you see everybody behind <laughs> the Barksdales just yeah. filling up that side of the courthouse. Yeah, and she just has like files after yeah. files after files, and it's like okay, and she just goes through one by and the, one. And then the judge is just sitting there, like, like holy so shit. So, what is your recommendation for sentencing? Yeah, because they've all they've worked with Murray and they've essentially all come to plead. Yes, right? and so the important thing here, because he's he's fucking getting up with his yeah. with his cut. Yeah, that's what it all comes back to. Everyone getting their cut, right? Yeah, exactly. He's getting deals for all the barks. And so again, so we have Bunk is you know basically interrogating Weebay, but he's just trying to get as much food out of it as possible. Like you know, maybe they give me another uh, roast beef sandwich with some horseradish, I might be able to talk to them about uh, a couple more murders. Yeah. So Weebay con- uh, confesses to doing Little Man, tells him where the body is, mm-hmm. and he also mentions the girl, and then he says that he he did the maintenance man. Yeah. But they're like, but there's no they, way. They knew they know it's Bird or whatever. Like Be- Because he even goes back to McNulty, and he says that he did it close range, when like, they know that there's no way the ballistics say it couldn't be that. But his whole reasoning is like, well, if I'm taking the fall, I'm I'm not, them all. and I'm not in the gas chamber because I've made this deal. I'm taking I, them all. I'm, he, I'm taking them all. It's about his pride. Again, it's all about pride. It's all sure. these people's egos. Yeah. It's all, but, um, 
uh, Bunk makes the comment where he's like, well, if he can take another one in free in Spring Bird, why not? Or I think McNulty says that. If he can admit to to killing the the maintenance worker, yeah. Bird gets free. Why not? What's an, what's another murder on his on his rap sheet? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We base just naming them all, and he's yeah. just eating food, drinking his Pepsi or whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, getting a shake and yeah. burger. Um, yeah. So then we get the, the oh, the, sorry. Oh. But what I thought was interesting too is they find they they also make mention of having a supplier in New York, right? So you kind of are getting even more insight into like the Barksdales. Who have, went to New York though? That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm. That's why I wanted to bring it up because I thought that was an interesting. Yeah. Maybe he figured something out. Yeah. That's um, why he comes back. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, what was I gonna say next? Ooh. Yeah, D'Angelo gets 20 years in gets the sentencing. Years, yeah. yeah. Um, but even before that, McNulty has to walk out. Sorry, that's what I wanted to bring this. Oh, yeah, he can't handle it. Can't handle it, whatever. Um, and then all these cops are coming over to him congratulating him. Yeah, they're saying, oh, man, that was great. Like, we yeah. did really good. And him knowing that I'm taking a fucking fall for this. Yeah. It, it's, again, it's it's McNulty having to come to that, that um, reckoning of he's getting... The case is, you know, to a degree unfolding the way he wanted to, but he's not going to get any of the recognition for it. Yeah, his his it's his, the the pride and the legacy that he initially went went after it for is, is going to mean nothing. No, and even when a guy like Stringer comes out and mimics, I'll see you around. No, no, he mimics what he said in the first episode. Nicely done. Nicely done. That's what it is. Because that's right. what he says to Stringer yes. on the way out, right when they get D'Angelo yes. off. And Stringer, when he sees him outside, nicely done. Yeah, because Stephen Stringer's kind of acknowledging, like, oh shit, like you guys. Had way more on us than we ever would have thought. Yeah. Like we had to take. Well, and there, it's because there's that great before McNulty leaves. It's Stringer turning around, looking at him. Yeah, it's the exact same yeah. opposite, right? Yeah. Of what the it's first mirrored, episode yeah. was. Yeah. So I thought that was um, really cool. Kind of just the recognition, right? Like mm, nicely done. Yeah. So and Avon gets three years. Is it they say? No, it's seven. I oh, think he, Avon gets seven. Avon gets seven. Yeah. Okay. But basically, they're implying that they're just. Well, he's laughing kind of as he's leaving the yeah, courtroom. Yeah, like it's, it's an, it'll be an easy seven yeah. years for them, right? Because they they own. I mean, well, that's even what Weebe says. Well, I'll these... take the time. He's like, I'll, t- I'll take it. I don't care. Yeah, it's yeah. not a big deal. Yeah. You know, we got people inside. Yeah. I think they get, you know, it seems like they run a lot of what goes on, right? Yeah. So, oh, uh, another one interesting was the judge when he sees McNulty out there, too. Kind of congratulates right. him. Like, you did, you did really good work here. Oh, Looks like you got your face back on the ballot there. Yeah, that happened. That happened uh, earlier. I forgot yeah. to mention it. But it's just kind of that Judge Phelan was—he was so hard on this, so whatever. But then the moment it came time for re-election, didn't really care what well, happened. And, that, and that's it. just it, because because then McNulty goes like, "I need your help here," and he's like, "Oh, I, I see your face is back." You know. Oh, I guess uh, whose daddy are you now, right? Yeah. <laughs> you're like you're no better than everybody else, yeah. you know, and then. Even when he's trying to congratulate McNulty, McNulty's just like, get the fuck out of yeah. here. Like, fuck off. So so then it, it goes to the, that kind of closing montage, which mm-hmm. is really well done. Yeah. Right before that, McNulty, when he sees Avon getting, or uh, D'Angelo getting taken away, he's like, what the fuck did I do? Because mm-hmm. he's, again, he's like, that, that, the kid, this isn't the kid who should be getting 20. Yeah. So again, Because super- once they realize that it, what he, he didn't have a hand in any of the murders, like re- directly. Yeah. Didn't have a hand in any of the murders. He's not the kingpin, yet he's getting the most time. He's like, what the fuck did I do? Yeah. Goes into the the great montage. We get uh, Lester Freeman, like I said, taking McNulty's spot as uh, Bunk's partner yeah. in Homicide. So, 
Uh, and Rawls having that that talk where he's like, here, you just, you, you do what you're told and everybody will be happy kind of thing. And Jay's just sitting there being like, yes, sir. Yes. And Jay's a great character too, because he like, he kind of, you, you get the feeling that he just says what Rawls wants to hear. For sure. And he knows that he just is, just doesn't fucking really care that much. No. Yeah. Yeah, him um, and Freeman are just like, like Freeman's kind of thing. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm hearing this spiel again. And like you said, Landsman's just there. Like, yeah, yeah. Shows, uh, shows Bubs and uh, Johnny Weeks are going to steal some more yeah, copper. Back on the- but then Santangelo's back on a beat, which he is too getting punished for, I mm-hmm. assume, right? Because he's the thing about he, he the wouldn't last, do it. The last thing he wants is to go back on a beat. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's Rawls, because he wouldn't give it. Yeah, he wouldn't. He wouldn't rat turn on, on McNulty. He wouldn't rat on McNulty. Yeah. yeah. So then, obviously, Rawls is punishing him in yeah. some, some capacity. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was interesting how they were showing everybody from the detail, kind of what's going. Yeah, on. Yeah. So Santangelo takes a beat, uh, but then it also show Poot uh, is basically taking D'Angelo's spot in the pit. Yeah. Um, which is really interestingly done because he's sitting on this new couch, this blue couch or whatever, eating yeah. chicken McNuggets. And he sees one of the kids taking the drugs and also giving them money. Where he's like, "Yo, what the fuck are you doing, man?" And he kind of gives him a rundown, and he says the same line that D'Angelo said: "Yo, we gotta tighten up around here." Yeah. And so now Poots moved into that. Yeah, the chicken McNuggets. Yeah, the conversation. Bodie's, about it Bodie's now over at the towers, trying to. Now he's he's high up too. He's like, "Oh, if anybody, basically, he's got his muscle man next to him now. Yeah, his, his yeah. It's a, if anything, if anybody comes around here without my product, you better fuck him up, kind of thing, yeah, right? Yeah, like yeah. I want, I need my re up. I want it now." Mm-hmm. So now he's got his own beat, uh, his own corner or whatever. Um, Stringer stays at the top, but again, there's that, there's that really that shows another transaction happening as he's sitting there behind the desk in the funeral parlor, and he has that look. He takes off his glasses and kind of just closes his eyes. Like the stress is almost now that because Avon's gone, he's got to take all of it on. Mm-hmm. Might be getting to him a little bit, a little bit. And then Freeman and Bunk go down to the Marine. Yeah. Oh, well, well, actually, even before that, uh, the Herc, I thought that was an interesting right. one. Yeah, That's kind of what you were touching he, on. Where he's giving the Daniel speech. Yeah. Oh, you guys come downtown, you think this is the way you got to do it, right? Mm-hmm. And being more of the, the, your best weapons up here, boys. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was and an I'm interesting. I'm tapping at my forehead. That was, yeah, that was an interesting uh, arc for Herc. Yeah. Right? Because he's kind of got a new appreciation for yes. what it means to be like a detective. A good detective, yeah. You know, and, and Daniel's kind of smiles like, yeah. you know, we still did some good here, right? Yeah. Like, we made some better cops or better detectives, yep. right? You know, but then there's people like Carver that are getting... Shows Ellis Carver's uh, promotion. Burrell kind of gives him a look. Yeah. is That's what I mean. I think there yeah. was kind of an implication that you were my mole, so I gave you this yeah. over Herc. Yeah. You know? Um, um, and, and then, then yeah, Bunk and Freeman go down. And they, Throw McNulty a, a, a little handle a whiskey. Of, of whiskey, <laughs> and then uh, it's just and it's just showing the streets where all these drug transactions happening everywhere, not just West Baltimore, downtown, with all walks of life, and it's just showing this whole thing where D'Angelo's gone, Avon's gone, uh, but Poop's just right back where D'Angelo was. Stringer's still around. The you know the 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 beat goes on where all these transactions and all these dealings and all this crime is still happening. Mm-hmm. You know we we just yeah, witnessed all we witnessed this uh, wire and everything all this like tactical surveillance and going down and just, it's just nothing nonstop. It's just going on. And it's just showing it and then it's a cab driver who's in on it and then yeah. the music slowly fades away and you hear this that whistling come yeah. up 
And as soon as you hear it and you just see the, the gate, the way he's walking and you're like, oh, shit, man. All the, all, Cause he said, my man, Omar Little, he's got to lay low in New York for a bit till yeah. all the shit blows over, mm-hmm. but I'll be back. I always come back. Yeah. Well, and so I'm realizing actually that it was, it was in New York, Omar. Oh, it was, it? Yeah, it was in South Bronx. Oh, that's in... Okay. Yeah, so it was in South Bronx. There must have been something that gave that away because mm. I'm reading kind of the synopsis. Okay. And it was in the South Bronx, but it's it's now... But that's what I'm saying with a Dominican dealer in New York. Oh, he's there's bringing... There's probably a connection. He's bringing West Baltimore to New York because it's yes. a traditional West Baltimore saying, all in the game, yo. And that's what I'm saying. All so in the he, game. In the South Bronx, he holds up another deal to him, all in the game. Yeah. So I feel that, yeah, they're going to expand maybe beyond it right so and i wonder if but what a, what a way to end though yeah. like omar see and i wonder this is back in the time when no though it is hbo i don't know but this is back in a time where shows were weekly serialized mm-hmm. so as a series is going on it's not it's not um like screen locked like a lot of these hbo or sorry netflix mm-hmm. bin shows are right like yeah. they're all filmed they all come out mm-hmm. but there was a time and especially a network television and cable to a degree, I would think that as these, the show is still being filmed and written as it's coming out. Yes. So as like, we you know we've covered friends and that was t- certainly the case for it, right? Mm-hmm. A 24 episode um, sitcom they're being, they're being filmed and written as the season's going on. So writers were acting not so much in real time, but a lot of story arcs change based on how they were received uh, by the public. Yeah. And, and how by things critics. are going and how they look. So, Either this is perfectly written by David Simon in the sense that like they knew what they had with Omar Little mm-hmm. and they kept him away for three or four episodes and brought him back because they knew that was going to give, you know, every, you know, to bring yeah. it all back to wrestling, the biggest pop on the return. Yes. Or they never uh, intended on that. And there was such a public reaction to Omar. Like, you know what? Let's bring him back. Yeah. Bring him back. You're right. right. I end. wonder which one it yeah. is. That's a good question to ask. Cause you're right. It's exactly how it played out is, um, you know, they, the montage and the drug deal never stops. And so they kind of give you this uh, conclusion. Yeah. But then, but then no, right at really the end, it's like, that. it's, it, I didn't, I, you know, I mean, you were texting earlier. I said it didn't end on a cliffhanger and I don't think Omar is necessarily a cliffhanger, but like you said, it's kind of that pop moment, kind yeah. of that moment where you're like, Oh shit, Omar's still in yeah. the game. And just that, you know? just the way he smiles too. It's all in the game, it's all yo. The game, yo. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, cause you're right. The, you know, the montage with kind of everybody in the detail, they kind of sum up now where the next steps are for everybody that was involved in the detail. You know, Prez, like you said, he's the last one to leave. He's taken down the board. It's kind of his been his home. He's mm-hmm. leaving. And you think, oh, man, you know, and that last scene, like you so like you said, it's so, so well shot. The, all the drugs and yeah. how it's flowing through the cab drivers. And it's just nonstop. They just had this huge detail, all this wiretap. No, just kidding. The drugs will never stop. And then just right at the end, yeah. we get a good pop. So such a good question. I wonder if it was... Like you said, did he really write it that perfectly? Yeah. Maybe he did. Maybe. Maybe. Or like you said, maybe he changed it up and was like, you know what? We got to we gotta reintroduce at, Omar. Or once Michael K. Williams start, walked onto the set and they saw what they had in, in little, Omar. just with him acting, they're like, oh shit, this guy, is, mm-hmm. he, there's something here. Yeah. Um, Cause and we we mentioned at the time like there's there's a reason why Omar lives and just kind of goes away for a bit. Yes, and then maybe go- brings some of Baltimore to New yeah. York because and they they talk about the Dominican dealer in New York for the Barksdale. So I feel like there's gonna still be that kind of connection. Yeah. There. Like they, like you said, they don't do anything. 
Everything seems to be done on purpose. So yeah. if Avon's mentioning, you know, we got to up our product in New York, our New York supplier, and now Omar's robbing a guy in New York, mm-hmm. there's going to be a connection there, right? So so uh, it's kind of hard to predict what's going to happen sure. in season two, but obviously McNulty will be a big... I guess the question I was going to ask is, which characters do you think are going to be carryovers? Do you think there's anybody we're not going to see in season two? Because I honestly have no idea. I wonder. I wonder if like a character like Greg's won't be in it as much. Oh, see, we didn't even mention her in that montage. She's she, she's she of, sees the lights. She yeah. hears the siren. She sees the she cop lights, and she she misses, she misses it. it. So then, and she that's yearns what, for it. Yeah. So like for her. I wonder if, like, where there is to go, because that's kind of her character. Sure. So as, like, to show corruptions and institutions and all these things, she's important in a season like this, but maybe if you move into a different sector, hmm. you know, people that are that are maybe, I don't want to say not as, because it's not that she's not complex as a character, but yeah. McNulty's willing to just, like, step up to the lawyers and rip them a new one, and so then he has a place to kind of mingle between mm-hmm. whereas like Greg's is like she's a the cop yeah. detective that's always what she's going to be so someone like that I can feel like I feel like Freeman because he's willing to chase mm-hmm. into the you know the prezes I feel like they'll move but like maybe the Herx and Carvers will get yeah. less of you know yeah. I'm kind of wondering I'm, I'm really looking forward to it but like you said I think some of the more um, on the ground characters like Bubs is going to be important again yeah because he'll just He'll always be a commentary yeah. on what's going well, on. Well, and he right? well, he's really their only real life connection to that world. Yes, he's their only keystone or touchstone, I should say, to that world. Where sure. they can have a Sindor or Greg's going to cover, but it's not the same. They, when they need to know who's who's who are the people we need to know in the pit and in and around it. Bubs knows is the drug so. dealer. Yeah, is the guy doing the drugs from the drug dealers yeah. themselves, right? So, any last comments? I, I, I thoroughly man, I can't. It, yeah. I can't not stop recommending the show to people. Yes. Right? Like, um, I 100% understand why it's getting all the love it did. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And like you said, post 9-11 too really yeah. adds some context. Like you said, like, yeah. so well, like, weaved in there mm-hmm. about, like, you know, terrorism at home. And couldn't theme couldn't be more relevant today. Exactly. Um, yeah. I, it never felt dated. Yeah. Two. I, I just. It was. It was awesome. It was. I loved not knowing anything. Truthfully, either it yeah, was refreshing to watch something and just had no clue mm-hmm. and was just totally enthralled. Um, I was super impressed. Uh, I enjoyed it thoroughly. Was ready to watch season two. Had to hold off because mm-hmm. I was like, we're gonna have to do season two. And and I I really hope that if people listen to this podcast and are on the fence about what show to watch and there's so much stuff to watch yeah. now and all these things. Yeah. But if you really want to watch something that is gonna make you think and you got to pay attention, but also is just like great writing, mm-hmm. and great filmmaking, and or you know TV series, I guess in this case. Gotta watch The Wire, man. Agreed. Like you said, I will definitely be recommending it. If people are like, oh, I've never seen it, I'd be like, no, you gotta watch it. Watch yeah. season one, guarantee you'll watch other ones. And I'm excited to watch season two now myself. So, what about you? Same same thing? Yeah, man. No, I, yeah. I just, there's some characters that are just. Like you said, Omar, I mean, you, yeah. this kind of sounds like you just love Omar. Yeah. Right? You could watch this whole series just on Omar. Yeah. Um, so now, you, anytime you watch it, you're gonna be looking forward to Omar's storyline. Absolutely. You know? So, yeah, I, I was impressed mm-hmm. i these last three episodes was awesome to I, I watched them early in the week 
I was excited to do the pod, you know, yeah. for us now because I had watched them almost right after we finished recording the last one, mm. you know, because I knew with time and stuff. But once I started watching, I was like, I need to watch these like now. So, almost cool. watched it immediately after we were, <laughs> you know, yeah. we left ourselves on a cliffhanger. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, okay. Well, uh, I don't know what we're gonna do next. We'll talk about that, but yeah. uh, we'll be back same time next week. That's right. Uh, until then, Neil. It's all in the game, yo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you come at the king, you best not miss. <laughs> Till then, Neil. Nothing. Thank you. We're down in the hole. We're down in the hole.